Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We have a great guest, and we have to get to my friend Jennifer Stefano. Happy Friday. Hey, hey there. How are you? I'm doing great. It's we, I love to hear your voice. Um, we, Of course, you have quite the following. Jennifer Stefano, Executive Vice President of the Commonwealth Foundation. You're local. Uh, you're a mom. Uh, you love this area, and you're a conservative woman and proud of it. Yes, yes. Not not afraid. Um but I know you have. A, there's a lot going on in the world today, yes. Don, and locally, right? Yes, so much happening. Um, we wanted you to expand, if you could, Jennifer, on you know what you're writing about your latest piece in the Philadelphia Inquirer, as you do write for them, many other publications, and we've seen you everywhere on Fox News. They call you in as a special contributor often because of your expertise, and you're just so well spoken and. You know me, I love conservative women. <laughs> and, and thank you for supporting. I mean, I think it's great. Um, you know, my, and, and I really appreciate, Don, that you do help. And I know you help men, too. And that, that's kind of the thing about conservative women. Yeah. We love men, too. We like to help men, but we also help each other, and that's yes. great. And so thank you for that. And what my – so it's interesting. My, my problem this week is kind of making the argument that um, – we really have to remember as conservatives that what we we want to defeat left-wing ideology. We don't want to become like the left-wing. And I think this is, this is a real um, struggle for, for all of us because we're people that we, we believe in the United States Constitution, the rule of law, and, and there is, um, I mean, look, there's been evidence for decades, you know, that, that, that the left and Democrats will often use underhanded tactics and, and, and use the system, right, um, to go after political opposition. And I think you see this especially with, with President Trump, where they just totally lost their mind, um, you know, voted to impeach him twice. He was acquitted twice. But they're still sort of playing partisan games. Like in Colorado and Maine, when they bounced Donald Trump off the ballot, and the reasoning was he incited an insurrection, when in fact in 2021 – he was acquitted of that. That was what the impeachment was uh, in 2021, and he was acquitted. Mm-hmm. And and sort of using the law to, quote, uphold democracy, when you do things like not give the people a chance to vote, it's subverting it. But we, we can't do the same thing. We can't become like that. And so in, specifically you're, you're going through and you're talking about the House of Representatives and, yeah. and the impeachment you know, yeah. using the impeachment powers against Trump. But where are you? Yeah. So where are you leading us here as far as currently? Because we now have, as as I report pretty much every day, an update on what's going on in the House, which is Republican controlled. 
and interviewing the president's brother, James Biden, this week, next week, Hunter Biden, and the swirl of all the whistleblowers and that sort of thing. So right. what do you say in here? Yeah, so I think with that, the, the investigation needs to proceed, but with caution. Make sure we are making the case to the American people of why this meets the threshold of, of concern and of violation, as opposed to what I think the Republicans did that was a big mistake and a huge blunder, which was um, impeaching the Secretary of Homeland Security, um, Alejandro Mayorkas. Mm-hmm. This was a, a mistake. It was partisan. It was political. And it's, it's not necessary. Look, the border is in absolute crisis. Um, it is both bad policy where they reversed um, Trump era policies. It is incompetence and it is neglect. There is no question, but that is, does not meet the impeachment level standards. And what it does is dilute when there is a serious case. Like I think you're looking at what's going on now in, in terms of what the House of Representatives are doing. When you do things like impeach the Secretary of Homeland Security, I think you're creating a distraction, and I think you're making the American people turn away from this and say, Bleh, forget it. I don't even care about any of this. And, and when you do need the electorate to really understand what's happening. And so are you saying that this is a mistake to proceed with the, the House, you know, two different committees who are mm-hmm. spending a lot of time and a lot of energy on this very issue when, and, and I'll just, uh, you know, because I just interviewed him, so I just interviewed Paul Tice and, and his book that's newly released talking about ESG policies and how mm. it, it's, it, you know, infiltrating uh, all of our, our policies, our economy, and that really we're being played, these are my words, but, you know, we're being played because it's a power play. It's not really about, oh, this is good for the climate, even though that sounds wonderful, as if if we were in a Disney, you know, we were all Snow White and ha, 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 and let's all be happy right, and we're right. going to save the earth and we're going to invest well and invest clean and we're going to do everything right and everything's going to be good and, you know, we'll just twinkle our nose and it'll all be f- fabulous and clean again. And that's a big lie. And, it's a, and so people who have good hearts, right, are being told things like, hey, if you want clean air and clean water, this ESG stuff, this is important. But really, what is the focus? It's, it's really a bait and switch. What I'm hearing you say, and people can read your article for themselves in the Inquirer, but what I'm hearing you say is that we shouldn't fall, um, we shouldn't be susceptible to saying, well, we want revenge, we're going to get them, we're going to impeach That's an right. eye for an eye. That's right, and, and, and because what you are doing is you're not distinguishing yourself as to what you are and what you stand for. I, I think the Republican Party has too often tried to meet uh, tactic for tactic, and it's hard to distinguish between Democrats and Republicans sometimes. And I'm not saying that, Jennifer Stefano. I'm saying look at what I do, a ton of polling in Pennsylvania. I've done national polling, and I'm watching the attitudes and beliefs of the American people, and it, it really is becoming a cynical look that, that both of them are equal. That Republicans and Democrats, they're both bad, they're both corrupt, they're both using the system for their own benefit. So just when it comes to impeachment, and, and certainly impeaching a president should be taken very seriously, but, but going off and, and impeaching um, a secretary, a, a, an appointed secretary, I mean, that should meet a level that, that is well beyond what, what the Republicans are citing in their case in, in, 
impeaching the Secretary of Homeland Security. But let me answer you on ESG, mm-hmm. okay? Because this is very interesting. Now, I'm, I'm against it, okay, the, this idea of government-mandated ESG. As someone who understands how, how markets work, um, profit matters. You have to have shareholder return on value. And by the way, that doesn't a cynical view that it's just all about greed. It can be that you make more profit by being more socially responsible. So if private companies want to do that mm-hmm. and want to upend profit for, and that's their decision, then they can do that. If it is government mandated, it's where the problem is. And I think we should fight it tooth and nail. But the other thing I'll tell you, Don, and this is another big mistake conservatives make, is thinking that because ESG got put in, that the system's now stacked against us or stacked against conservatives. It's absolutely not. Because ESG can be used to fund conservative causes. It doesn't have to always go to the environmental things that the left wants. There are plenty of good people on the right that care about the environment and many positive things that we can do. There are a number of excellent nonprofits on the right that could benefit from um, ESG investments. But we sort of label it toxic because fundamentally we disagree with it without realizing that if it is here, use it to your advantage while you fight it. I, I, now, that is my fundamental belief. Um, don't, don't be silly. But I, I think my concern becomes if everybody continues to believe the system is stacked against them, they're going to stop voting. And we need people who believe in America, believe in the rule of law, and believe in the Constitution to show up to vote and to take seriously that they still have the power, that we're still self-governed. Yeah, I, I just think that the, part of the problem here is that... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you've ever had, and I, I've... And I don't want to get into it too much, but there recently I was at a, let's say, a community event, and there was a discussion about colleges and about the Supreme Court ruling, which said that, in fact, affirmative action is a form of discrimination. And I'm, I'm broadly, you know, just going over this. We've talked a lot about that ruling. But one man said at a community meeting, well, that the Supreme Court, that was a racist, horrible ruling that the Supreme Court made. And everybody kind of got quiet because that's the problem. Even if people disagree with the premise that it was racist, but rather about the law, and there are wonderful ways of including every community in a diverse community to make sure they get the higher education, um, but it shuts everybody down. And so is that something that that you are observing on any topic? 
So so yeah. doesn't it always right. trump, and excuse the pun, but it seems to trump everything. And so if what you're saying is true, that 85% of voters in Pennsylvania across the country are just like, oh, my God, this is exhausting. I'm just tuning it out. And so you're choosing between the lesser of two evils, if you if, if that's what the polls say, then do you just go with the one who you think is less rapey and less racist and less sex, sex you know, sex, less yeah, rapey. It's so ridiculous, right? It's, it's like, who's less, right? So the, the left, look, the Democrats and the left love to levy the racism accusation against anything and everything. When you try to reform welfare, you're a racist. Try to reform, And so my argument is, you're calling me a racist no matter what I do or say, because I don't agree with you. So to you, racism is I don't immediately bend a knee to what you want and you believe. And so you are now going to label everything I say and do racist. So I'm not going to worry about it, okay, because that's about you, not about me. And I will let everybody judge my character and I'll make my argument. The thing I would have said to that guy about who said, oh, Mm -hmm. affirmative action is racist. Number one, define what you mean by racist. What do you mean it's racist? Mm -hmm. And then the second thing I would say is explain to me where in any of the civil rights laws the United States allows for any type of racial discrimination at all. We Mm -hmm. don't. So what we are deciding here is not whether or not um, there are some disadvantaged groups, marginalized groups, that have been held back. That, that, that There's no question, obviously, that throughout American history, black people were enslaved and there were Jim Crow laws. Like, there's no question, right? We're not going to debate that. The question is that you may use a remedy and make decisions based on race. And because if you're going to say yes to that, then you're de facto saying we can go back to the Jim Crow era, that we can make all sorts of laws based on race, exclude people from society or include them from society based solely on the color of their skin. Because that's what we're deciding here. We're deciding whether to upend the civil rights laws that started in like the 1957 all the way up through 1968, whether we are going to totally upend them and repeal them and now have a nation that can and does discriminate on race, or we're saying no, we're not going to do that. So any remedies, any problems, any societal ills that we're going to be fixed, we are not going to fix them based on segregating and deciding upon race. And that is where I have found progressives cannot come back at me because they, they know this is when you get down to it, what is affirmative action other than we can, we can make race-based decision-making. Well, then be very careful. And, and I think what we have decided as a society is we're not allowing that. So my argument to Harvard and all these higher eds, if you really care about getting more black kids and children of color, start in preschool, okay? Stop putting them into failing public schools. Start creating programs in inner cities and start in schools in the private sector and fight to have the money follow the child and, and fix the system where it goes awry, which is starting in pre-K. And, uh, you know, they don't want to do that. So Jennifer Stefano, you're a smart cookie. You look at all the data. You you kind of live and breathe all of the data as you look out on the horizon of November 2024. And obviously tomorrow is the South Carolina primary. But as you look out, what do you see as a Republican? Are you worried? Yeah, look, um, well, first on, you know, I'm an American first and foremost. And I decided to say that because I don't bless 
everything the Republican Party does or is doing. In fact, I'm extremely frustrated that they don't live up to their values. And this is fundamentally why everything goes awry. So I'm, I'm concerned about my country. But what I am more concerned about is that uh, my fellow citizens are disgusted and um, already, you know, feel like they're disenfranchised. Mm-hmm. To which I say, you know what, throughout American history, and yeah, just look at back history, there has been times where groups of people or people feel disenfranchised. Show up anyway. Participate anyway. Be exhausted. That's okay. But push forward and forge on. That is the American way. We cannot just give up and accept that the way things are today are always going to be the way they will go or that we always have to be on a leftward tilt. I think good people get tired and frustrated and that's okay, but show up, stand up and fight on. And I really want to encourage people. Yeah. Okay. You might have to choose between the lesser of two evils, but you still get a choice as to where in places like Russia, they're murdering the political opposition. Mm -hmm. In China, you don't have the choice. You know, we're still self-governed. All this money, all this chaos in politics, right? All the dark money everybody's worried about. What's it for? It's for you. It's for me. It's for your listener listening right now. It's, It's for that person. They want your vote. They're doing all this to get your vote. And I have to say that to myself and to others. Um, we're still a self-governed nation, no matter how frustrated or how much things don't always go our way, we still hold the power. Beautifully said, Jennifer Stefano. Thank you. Until next time, my friend, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you, Don. Okay, <laughs> take care. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 